Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. I always recommend people follow your passion. And then obviously, if that comes with turning obstacles into a, an advantage, a competitive edge, I always feel that's worth giving it a shot. If it allows you to do what you like to do in the end, then you know, go for it. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to mention Door Devil. You know, you know what? I need to mention Door Devil. I need to mention Door Devil to you. It's not just a want. It's a need because you need this. DoorDevil, quite simply, defends your home against kick-in burglary attacks. They happen frequently. There are 1.4 million homes that are broken into every year, and a lot of them are done through kick-ins. If you've got a home security system, then props to you. I'm glad you've got that, and that's important. But it doesn't prevent the bad people from kicking in your door, whether it's your front door, your back door, your side door. You need something like the Door Devil, and Door Devil is the best in the business when it comes to providing proof that it works. You can go to doordevil.com and even watch a video with Terry Bradshaw talking about it, and you can see how it works. It's a very simple product to install, but if you're not into that, then you can just hire a handy person and they can, they can install it for you. Very simple. Put it inside the door frame of your front door, your back door, every door you have, and you can defend your home against the kick-in burglary attacks. It's needed. In addition, this is my brother's company, so it's near and dear to my heart. And because it's my brother's company, I'm able to offer you an exclusive discount because he was so kind to do so. You can go when you check out your uh, purchase at doordevil.com and there's going to be a little field you enter the word best ever no space just one word best b-e-s-t-e-v-e-r and you'll get a 20% discount on your purchase so go to doordevil.com go buy it enter best ever and secure your home against kick-in burglary attacks there are so many testimonials on the website you can read them from police officers from a woman who is being uh, her house is being attacked from an enraged ex-husband and the door devil defended that attack uh, he didn't get in there's like oh, 20 different testimonials from police officers on the door devil go buy it defend your home against burglary kick-in attacks 
Go to doordevil.com and enter the word best ever whenever you check out and you'll get 20% off on your purchase. Best ever listeners. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless and this is a show where we cut out all the fluffy stuff. We don't get into it. We only talk about the real estate advice that moves your business forward. We've spoken to all sorts of successful real estate professionals and investors from Barbara Corcoran to Robert Kiyosaki to Jay Papazan and many others. With us today, we've got Stefan Vogel. Hello, Stefan. Hello. Stefan is the owner of Von Dossel Group, which is a boutique firm that specializes in luxury residential real estate in greater Palm Springs, California. So it's really interesting. He's going to get into it. But from a high level, he started in 2008 and he was doing a lot of transactions on an annual basis. But since then, he's evolved his company so that he's only doing a handful of transactions a year, but just with bigger dollars per transaction. In total, since 2008, He's done about 45 transactions with the gross transaction value of around $24 million. His focus is on renovations and construction projects exclusively in country club areas. We're going to talk to him about that. You can say hi to him at vondossel.com. And with that being said, Stefan, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your focus right now? Yes, I'm happy to. As you said, I'm located in uh, Rancho Mirage. That's a greater Palm Springs area. And um, what, you know, that area is mostly known uh, for, you know, for the average American for two things, uh, obviously vacation hotspot and a very uh, popular retirement destination. Now, what most people uh, don't know on, on the first look is that that area has a very strong influence uh, from private country clubs and golf course communities. I think right now we have 124 golf course communities in the whole valley. And um, if you pick out the cities like uh, Ranch Mirage, La Quinta, uh, Palm Desert, and Indian Wells, there is a handful of country clubs in there that are, that are very, very exclusive. Come season, which starts in November and goes all the way to April and kind of dies out after the Coachella Fest, which probably most listeners know. We have a, a, a very diverse group of people out here in those country clubs. Uh, there's a lot of high-end executives, um, so very, very powerful people. And that environment, of course, comes with a certain standard in regards to quality, security, privacy, and working in those areas, you kind of have to fit in to fit that product. In regards to my background, uh, I've been always into Finnish carpentry. Um, my, my dad and my granddad was a Finnish carpenter. Uh, I grew up in Germany. That's where I got certified as a Finnish carpenter. Um, and I could not wait to get out of that business. I always wanted to do something with real estate and architecture and um, had to take a different route when my parents divorced, I had to take a job and was not able to finish my college. That job actually by accident brought me to the United States. And um, in 2008, uh, when I received my green card, the market crashed. <laughs> so I thought that'd be a good idea to you know, get back into real estate. I started at that time in the Inland Empire, which is 
mostly Riverside County and San Bernardino County, um, bought stuff at the auction, turned it into rentals, eventually started flipping little houses. Um, and when the market bottomed out, um, we were doing projects in Palm Springs and, and they just started growing in size until we got a foot in the door in these country clubs. And that's when I realized how much of a passion I still had for that whole design aspect of the job and for the finished carpentry. Uh, obviously, in low-end rentals, everything is standardized. There's not much design involved and not much custom material. Um, when we started doing higher-end jobs, um, that that turned very quickly into a sort of a niche, but it's really it's really following that passion, and then I know just uh, it was a very good fit. Hmm. With the country clubs, how does your company make money by partnering with them or by revolving your business model around that area? Well, we're not really partnering with the country clubs. Um, we partner either with investors, uh, developers, or homeowners, and we do obviously job on a jobs on a on a spec basis, development basis, or also retail basis for homeowners. Um, so every project is a little bit different. What I personally found in the country clubs is that although there is an initial barrier. Of, of facilitating projects in country clubs uh, due to restrictions, regulations, background checks, and the whole nine yards in, in dealing with, with that environment. Um, when you show up and do the right thing, we actually received a lot of support. So after being in there, seeing what we do, dealing with them on an ongoing basis, uh, now we're getting to the point that that we're receiving calls from the management or from the uh, from the members of the board making us aware of projects that may come up on the market before they do or introducing us to homeowners that would be interested in partnering with us or selling the houses um, so it, it kind of it kind of becomes a, a, a our own networking environment but obviously on a very small niche basis but also on a very personal basis uh, you know in short once people get to know you as somebody that shows up and, and does what they promise to do and, and performs and does right by the club, obviously, and by the members, they'll support that. And, and that worked very well. So you're doing renovations and ground-up construction projects within the country club communities in your area. Is that correct? Yes. Well, we also do projects outside of the country clubs. But um, but your your main focus is on yes. the the country club communities, right? Yes. Yes, it is. You could you, say. What is the financial benefit of taking this narrow approach of really making an emphasis of your business to focus with country clubs? How are you making more money? Is it on a per project basis, or is it just more fulfilling for you? Like, I'm just trying to get the the pros and cons. There's obviously there's some pros and on cons for both sides. I just want to hear them from you. Well, first of all, that was what I always wanted to do. So, if I have a choice between doing a higher quantity of smaller projects or taking on these big projects, for some people they may seem as you know big come with a lot of headaches and obstacles. To me, that was always what I was passionate about. The environment that I grew up in, and just to give you a little bit more background, in, in Europe, obviously, our cities have a lot 
longer tradition. They're a lot older. The buildings are a lot older than in the United States. You know, it's just such a young country. So where I grew up in those small cities in Germany, you have these town centers, these old towns with these landmark buildings. So obviously, what do they do? Eventually, they have to be renovated, and um, but you have to keep the outside facade. So we see a lot of projects that even my dad was involved in on a commercial basis uh, where they did work for, his company did work for, where you have these old buildings and then on the inside they're completely modern and so that contrast between old and new, I grew up in that environment that always fascinated me. So when we do remodels, these houses have architectural backgrounds and they've been at their time top of the line. But now they have issues due to the age and due to changes in technology and changes in lifestyle and uh, you know applying the same concept that I grew up with you're, you're bringing in something modern but you're preserving the the history of the house to me that's that has always fascinated me well and then obviously working with a team of designers architects um, you know and subs that understand that and share that passion to create that end product. To me, this is a very, very fulfilling environment. So clearly that's first and foremost, the most important thing that it's fulfilling for you. Yes. Uh, for, for the best ever listeners who are listening and they're thinking about doing this, because I still want to get a very specific answer to the question that I asked. But I, I, I told, I'm glad that you mentioned that fulfillment part because that's, I, I wholeheartedly believe that's number one most important thing if we're fulfilled then everything else will fall into place including the money but i do want to specifically talk about the money going back to that original question i asked so pros with country club um let me ask it this way are you making a better profit margin on your deals with the country club group versus the low-end single-family home that you were flipping uh whenever it was 2009 yes and so you're making a better profit margin, plus you have more money that's being exchanged because it's a higher dollar value of property, right? Yes. Okay, got it. With the approach of working with country clubs and kind of getting into the uh, kind of the community, you mentioned you got your foot in the door with the country clubs. How did you do that? Um, we got hired for a project, and um, that project was sort of, uh, you know, our, our call, became our calling card, and it was one of these country clubs. We did a renovation for a homeowner. Um, on that project, we have not made a penny until today because in that environment, there were a couple of factors that, that didn't turn out the way we were hoping to, so it was a, it was a, it was a lesson learned. We ended up, you know, sticking through it, um, and the the turnout of the house itself was very satisfying. I was very happy with where we got with this project, and so it it turned out that based on that project, we uh, we got uh, a lot of connections to high end realtors that introduced us to other clubs. Um, we got from within the membership of the club, got introduced to members of other clubs. Same with management at that level of real estate and country club environment, um, the people from different country clubs, they know each other, they work with each other, they refer professionals. 
amongst each other. And so really all it took was, was one project. And of course, it would have been nice to make a paycheck on that job. But uh, you know what? Um, it got us to, to the level where we wanted to be. And uh, it opened a lot of doors. So uh, I'm, I'm grateful the way that it turned out the way it did. How did you get involved with that first project? You said you got a call where it was, was it no, a it was, referral or? No, it was actually a client that I did lower end flips for. Oh. And, uh, they asked me to do a remodel on their house. Oh, okay. Which we did. Now, the house never got sold. And, uh, you know, we, uh, at that time, we negotiated a back end profit. Okay. Uh, but the situation changed. And, uh, you know what? At that time, it was okay. Um, it helped me to elevate the business to where I always wanted to be, so it still paid out. Do you have relationships with the high net worth, fluent country club people outside of your job? No. How come? My wife and I were very passionate about our work, but uh, in our private life, we also live very private. And so I'd like to go in, show up for work. And, you know, and then when I'm done, I, I need, you know, like, like everybody, you want your private space, you want your, and, you know, as, as, as nice as the environment in our country clubs is, but for us, that's our work environment. Mm. We want to be professional. You know, there obviously there's a lot of social engagements uh, in those clubs. That's part of the whole lifestyle. And when the social engagements are in any way connected to what we do, then we'll always try to make time and be there. Uh, for example, we had uh, actually a, a member party that, that the club wanted to host in one of our recently renovated houses. So, you know, obviously we had, we had about 120 members that night in our house uh, enjoying themselves and meeting their friends. And, but obviously what also, it was also done to promote our property. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, we were asked to go. And, and so we, we had a, a very nice evening uh, and enjoyed our time with the members. But on a lot of the member events, um, you know, when it's not real estate related, we like to give them their privacy. And uh, so we'll, we'll take ours. Stefan, what's your best real estate investing advice ever? It goes back to the passion. After being through that, I always recommend people follow your passion. And then obviously, if that comes with learning to overcome obstacles or even turning obstacles into an advantage, a competitive edge, uh, I always feel that's worth giving it a shot. If it allows you to do what you like to do in the end, then you know, go for it. You mentioned that, uh, or maybe I mentioned, I, I, I forget, I know we were talking about this before, um, so I want to bring it up now, that you were doing a lot of deals at the beginning, and now you're doing just a handful of deals, but higher dollar amounts plus better profits. Do the bigger deals with more dollars take up the proportionate same amount of time that the lower end deals do? And if not, then... How do you spend your time doing a handful of deals throughout the year? Does it does it really take up that much time? Well, yes and no. So if let's say if if your goal is to facilitate a million dollars of projects, and I'm just using that as a as a number for you know as for example, you do one hundred fifty thousand dollar, two hundred thousand dollar deals, then the the work you're spending on one project on a million dollars is probably less than the work you're spending on on five deals to have that right. same gross volume. 
However, that being said, I've never been someone that that likes to settle for anything. So why not do five or six or ten of these projects a year and and why not push the dollar amount to, you know, two to four million or five million dollars. So now obviously it gets very involved and this is a full time job. And um, it obviously for me, if I end up spending my day out on construction site or in meetings, then uh, then I have no problem working through the night to catch up with my paperwork. It is what I wanted to do. So, you know, when you ask for something and you get it, then then you just you just do what needs to be done. But if you're only looking for one project, then back to your question as far as the, the total time spent on that project. Um, you know, a lot of times with small deals, you have to do with the city. You have certain waiting periods when you submit plans. Now, if you're doing that on five small deals or one big deal, the waiting time is the same. So you're spending the same amount of effort to get the larger project done during the preparation phase. In the execution phase, things get a little different. On the execution phase, you work with standardized material in a, in a, in a lower-end home uh, you probably don't have to spend as much time for supervision. Now, on our jobs, the supervision in the finish phase gets very intense, um, and and that's that's where most most mistakes easily happen. Where, especially for me, I'm I'm very picky with with details. <laughs> um, that's just where I have to be every day to make sure that that things are done right, and that's where most time gets absorbed by the project really in the end in the finish stage you ready for the best ever lightning round sure all right first a quick word from our best ever partners if you're looking for new multi-unit investment options in stable top-notch markets then turn to fourplex investment group at fig.us that's fig.us fig specializes in new construction multi-units and managed communities perfectly suited for A-caliber investors. Go to fig.us. Stefan, what's the best ever book you've read? My all-time favorites are Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki and Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Best ever personal growth experience and what'd you learn from it? Um, they usually come when things go wrong. And the lesson is you keep going and keep learning and keep pushing through. Best ever deal you've done? Um, that was actually my first high-end deal that got me into the luxury real estate business. Best ever way you like to give back? By doing what I do. Um, because there's uh, obviously there's a whole team of people involved and seeing how the, the team that works with me that grows from project to project and you know, sharing sharing our vision of where we want to, to take the company, where we want to take the projects. Um, it, it got it got quite a few people, very talented people out here in the valley, uh, excited. Not only about the individual project, but about the whole path, and and you know, seeing enabling the, my team to to walk that path with me has been a fun experience and very rewarding. I see how everybody's growing and how everybody's working really hard to become better and better in what they do. And um, this is a good environment. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Uh, to wait and see. In the very beginning, I was very cautious. Um, when I started real estate, real estate in Europe is nothing like Euro state in the United States. And then on top of that, we're in California. So 
things are different than in other states. To me, it, it, took, it took a while until I learned about the environment here. And so I, I passed, looking back, I, I passed on a lot of deals that I should have not passed on. And every time I waited too long or I didn't react right away, that's when I didn't make money, lost money, lost precious time in the market cycle. But in the end, you learn and you go forward, right? That's, that's right. That's, that's right. That's what it is. But but usually not acting and just just waiting for things to change because they just don't change by themselves unless you make them change. That's the biggest mistake. What's the best ever place the best ever listeners can reach you? Email, probably the easiest, uh, or through the website. Okay. What's your email? Uh, my email is Stefan S T E F A N at vondassel.com. And Von Dassel, that's our URL, V-O-N-D-A-S-S-E-L.com. All right. Well, Stefan, thank you for being on the show and sharing your advice and your story with the best ever listeners and how you have evolved your business from a whole lot of flips and uh, wholesale stuff to now a handful of uh, multi-million dollar deals on an annual basis. Uh, your focus of getting in with country clubs and growing that network uh, in that focus of your business and the uh, business reasons why, first and foremost, it's fulfilling. And I'm with you on that for you personally, because we've got to find what fulfills us. We've got to find what moves us, what we care about. Then from a business standpoint, it is more profitable. You have a higher profit margin as well as you're dealing with more dollars. Um, So it surely makes sense from a business standpoint. Uh, Surprise me that uh, outside of you know the business thing you don't kind of continue to build relationships with uh, them but you did mention that for social engagements uh, th- that are connected to your business and you certainly attend those and i love my gosh that you had the um the member party and a renovated house that you did i mean how cool of a business card is that oh yeah you like this place well i did this so <laughs> i mean that, that's just perfect so um, is really, really interesting hearing your your story. Really appreciate you being on the show and hope you have the best ever week. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. If you're looking for new multi-unit investment options in stable top-notch markets, then turn to Fourplex Investment Group at fig.us. That's F-I-G dot U-S. Fig specializes in new construction multi-units and managed communities perfectly suited for A-caliber investors, go to fig.us.